Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Well, um, you're not out here, Frank, in Saudi Arabia, but uh, yeah, we're having to do this over Zoom because I- I've just uh, got here as of last night. Um, how are things, Frank? How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm not there. I can't at the moment. I can't fly, um, but uh, George is out there, uh, obviously representing Queensbury. He'll be out there. I think he flies out tomorrow. Okay, I'm sure I'll have a catch up with him soon. Although he's not a massive fan of interviews, not as big as you, anyways. <laughs> I'd much rather he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Frank, before we talk it's about this, more bit... sense than me. It talks more sense to me. <laughs> Frank, before um, we talk about this week in Saudi Arabia, let's just go back to your call. I know you, I spoke to you straight after David Adelaide and Mark Chamberlain's uh, wins, but yeah, how do you reflect on, on their wins and the whole card? Well, the whole card I thought was really exciting. I mean, it's you know, all our young talent, and I thought all of them put in sterling performances, some really good stoppages there, um, and showed you know the depth of what we're you know, where we are at Queensbury with all these young fighters that we're promoting and bringing through. I mean, it was, I thought it was an excellent show. It was well-received, good atmosphere. You know, we were sold out, but it was a good atmosphere. And uh, and uh, I thought David really, really, um, really, really showed what he's been learning over the last few few months over in uh, in the States. Um with with, the, with his new trainers, and I thought that with, I thought the knockout was a superb knockout. Whoever he had caught with that shot, he would have taken most guys out easy with it. It was a really, really, really good performance and a great finish by him. I was really pleased with that against an undefeated fighter who fancied the job. Hmm. You said straight after to me that bring on Fabio Wardley. So I'm guessing a few days after, same position. Yeah, I, I think that's a good fight. I think it's a good fight for both the boxers. So that's a sellable fight, and obviously they'll, you know, they in their they've got their opinions they'd win it, and I I think that our man will win the fight. But anyway, let's try and get it done. In the meantime, I am going to uh, push the boxing board of control to install um, 
David is the mandatory whatever happens. So down the road, that fight will happen if we can't do it voluntary mm. on a voluntary basis. Yeah. Just before that fight, we saw Mark Chamberlain with another uh, very impressive win. Um, are we going to see this fight with Sam Noakes this year, you reckon? Look, I think that fight at the end of the year is going to be a really, really big fight for both of them. I mean, they're, they're, they're two really good quality young boxers who've, who've come through and been learning their trade. You know, Mark was a fantastic performance. It was well, he showed a lot of discipline and broke his man down. And, and, the, and the ending was, I thought, was a, was a, was a brilliant ending. That fight is a great fight. You know, Sam is a, you know, he's, he's a, I mean, he's, he's a bit of a revelation as well. I mean, he's a, you know, with him, you're always going to get excitement. He's a big puncher. He's very fit. He was there on the night. I know he fancies it. I know Mark fancies it. I just want to build it up into a bigger fight because the bigger the fight is, the more money the two guys make. And it's not like we, you know, it's not something we haven't done in the past with, you know, various guys that have been under our umbrella. We we put them together and it's not the end of the world for the loser. But these fights are natural fights to be made. And I think by the end of the year, that will be a big, big fight. Okay, good stuff. Right, let's come on to this week then, live on BT Sport Box Office. It's finally on. Uh, the truth comes out between uh, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. Um, £19.95 on BT Sport Box Office. Expecting uh, a lot of pay-per-view buyers this weekend, Frank? Well, you, if you go, by the amount, you go by the amount of publicity this fight's got, and you go by the amount of followers you have, I should think it'd be a burster. Um <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm quite sure it would be. But for me, you know, it's very difficult to talk about one guy who's had six fights and one who's had eight fights, and it's an eight-round. To be very honest, you know, it's very difficult to talk about his. But you know what? All, all, all the backwards and forwards, all the, you know, the fact that they've got big followers, the pair of them, all, all the fact that they've got a, a real ready on Sunday. Who can fight? Who can do the business? And that's what it's going to be about. That's, at the end of the day, who can fight? Let's see. We're going to see on, on Sunday who comes through this because all, all the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. What's going to matter when that bell goes is when they get down on it, who is standing at the end? Because it won't go to distance. It's going to be who is standing at the end. I know you think uh, Tommy Fury wins, and if he does win, Jake Paul has an option to activate a rematch clause. So that's the scenario if Tommy wins and, and one you expect to happen. Let's just say, maybe from a boxing point of view, the unthinkable happens, Frank. Uh, but Jake Paul is a, a bookie's favourite. If Jake Paul wins, how do you uh, navigate Tommy's career after that? Well, it's like all these things. It depends how you lose a fight. I mean, at this stage of the game, Tommy, what's Tommy had? Eight fights. Eight fights. And he's a, you know, he's a, you know, he's a novice. You know, he's, he's, he's fighting now in an eighth round. He's not had a ten round fight yet. You know, fighters get beat, especially at this, you know, this stage of their careers, and come back. But it's the manner of how you get beaten. It's the manner of how you come back and how you, what you learn from it. If you get beat, that goes for for Jake as well. I mean, because he's a, you know, he's a novice. He's just taken a boxing license out. He's taking it very seriously, as we all know, as as Tommy does as being a, you know, having an amateur background and also uh, having, uh, as we said, eight fights, you know, it is what it is now. And it's a, it's a, um, it's, it, oh, it's bloody, someone's ringing me, sorry. That's Tyson. 
I'll have to call him back in a minute. I'll call him back. Let's do this and I'll call him back. Okay, okay. Go on. Um so it's the manner so sorry, so it's the manner of how we how we make it, you know, how how we uh you know how either of them had a, you know what how the loser deals with it and uh and there we are. But it's it's captured so much imagination. I mean, so many people talk to me about it and they talk about it, talk about it, you know, uh, as 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 um as a, uh, was a well, it is, it is whatever way you want to look. It's become a huge fight, and that's how they talk about it. But um, we'll see on Sunday, you know, when all the talking stops, who's the real deal? Well, as I said, if Jake does win, uh, the WBC have said they're going to rank him. What are your thoughts on that, Frank? If he wins, if he wins, he wins, doesn't he? If he wins, if they rank him, that's up, that's up to them. I mean, you know. <laughs> we'll see if it, you know, see what happens. I mean, if they're going to rank him, are they going to rank Tommy? And you know, and I've got to be honest, if Tommy gets ranked after having in his ninth fight in the weight division he's in, for me, that's a little bit too soon. But it is what it is. Okay. Just finally on this as well, uh, Derek Chisora did an interview with us yesterday, and he said that I don't know whether he's being serious or not, but he maintained in the interview he's being serious. He'd bet two hundred thousand pounds. That Jake Paul would beat Carl Froch. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's just that's up to him. He got two hundred grand to piss away. That's up to him. Okay, okay. Moving on. Um, how was your meeting with uh, Alexander Usyk's promoter Alex Krasik and the Emirates the other night? Obviously, the result wasn't great for you, Frank. You got yeah. beat one. But, uh, no, but we had a good result the weekend. We had a good, we had a fantastic result the weekend. You know, we, that second half they was back to their old selves. So I was pleased with that. It was good, and uh, and and you know, Man United, uh, Man City fell over as well, getting that draw. So that that's it's made it, it's make it yeah, it's really interesting. It's a really interesting scenario at the, the top. Um, getting back to the most important stuff though is that uh, we are still having discussions. There's a few things we've got behind that. We're just moving forward. Slowly, but I hopefully surely. Okay, you you've said to me that, um, and it's been widely reported. April 29th, Tyson Fury will box, no matter what happens in this situation. Um, how how confident are you in the next week or next week and a half that you get this finalised with Alexander Usyk, Frank? Well, I'm just hoping we will get it done. You know, it's not done till it's signed. So we're just working. We're all, you know, we're all working towards trying to make this happen. And I'm not going to go into the details. As I said to you before, there's a few things that got to be sorted, and people could speculate what it is. Um, they ain't going to hear it from me what it is. And we are we are working very hard to make it happen. And uh, I know I keep saying, you know, next couple of days, you know, when it's We've got a deadline. A deadline is the 29th of April. That's when Tyson wants to be out, and that's what what will happen. He, I hope that he will be out on the 29th. That's what we're working towards, and uh, and we all want it to be using. Mm -hmm. Well, social media rumours about potentially a, a four fight with Deontay Wilder happening. Do you have any knowledge of that, Frank? <laughs> well, we've had no conversations, and uh, and I don't know what's happening at the moment with him because I spoke with his uh, manager yesterday. Um, uh, Shelley Finkel and Shelley was, you know, she, there's, there's something going on there which they've got to sort out. So at this stage of the game, I'm not sure what's happening. They're saying he's got to fight Usyk 
Oh, sorry, fight Usyk. He's got to fight um, Ruiz. Ruiz. So who knows what's going to, you know, who knows. Uh, so Ruiz, that's what I said. So from my perspective, I'm not even looking at that. I think we're focusing on on the job in hand and uh, hopefully we can get that done. Okay, okay. Let's move on to a heavyweight fight that has been announced. Uh, April 15th, Joe Joyce and Zilai Zhang. Obviously tickets on sale now for the Copper Box. Um, expecting uh, fireworks in this one with Joyce and Zhang? All right, it's a good fight, Umar. It's a good, all day long. That's a good fight all day long, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, um, I mean, they've both got great amateur pedigree. Both of them silver medalists in the Olympics, and more importantly, um, as pros, you know, they've both been done all they all that's been asked them. And uh, I, I think I've said it before in his last fight, Swang. I thought he, I thought he actually beat. Hergovic, but um, he didn't get the decision. So you know it's going to be a good fight. You know he's a big guy, he's a tough guy. Two big fellas in there together. And I think we're going to see, um, you know, see some fireworks between the two. And that will be a good fight. That has got fight written all over it. Definitely has. But ultimately, you believe uh, the juggernaut will uh, prevail again and knock out Zhang? Well, you know... He asked for the fight. We made the fight. We wanted to do it as well. You know, he's not like it's not like he's looking for uh, easy touches. He, he could, I mean, he could just mark time at the moment now and just you know defend his title. But he's not doing that. He's going, you know, picking guys that obviously people know who he is. Saying they've seen him in action. They've seen the fight. You only got to look at the last fight against Hergovic, and you know what he's what he's, uh, you know, who's going to be in front of him. It's a it's a good fight, and I'll take the hat off to to Joe Joyce for what he's doing. Before uh, this was announced and before Anthony Joshua's fight with uh, Jermaine Franklin was announced, obviously they were, there was a speculation about numerous opponents. Joe Joyce has always maintained that he'd love that fight with Anthony Joshua. Speaking to Anthony Joshua's promoter, Eddie Earn a couple of weeks ago, myself, um, he said in his own, own words that Joshua would be comfortable fighting Joe Joyce and he fancies that fight. So if Joe Joyce and Anthony Joshua both win their fights in April, are you going to push to try and make that Joshua Joyce? I'd love to make it. It's a good fight for Joe. I'd like, 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 you know, not being disrespectful with Zang because that's a good fight. I think Zang would give Joe Joyce a few, few problems, to be quite honest, on, on his past few performances. Um, to be honest, it's, it's a fight, I'd, you know, we we tried to make. Um, that's there to be done, you know, and we, we have no problem with that fight. Okay, no I, problem at all. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't sort of party to to that information that you tried to make that fight. So you've tried to have conversations with Joshua's team about that. No, we we said publicly how many times. I mean, for for a long long time, we said we you know let's make the fight. They was they was looking at loads of opponents to the fight. We said, well, help Joe Joe will step in. Hmm. Not not hard to make. I mean, you know that that's that's not a hard fight to make. Do you think? Uh, well, that would sell out Wembley, wouldn't it, Joshua Joyce? I think that's a, I think it's a massive fight. I think it's a big fight. I really do. I think you know. I think the public will buy into that. But obviously, they got to win their respective fights now first. It's just a shame that you know. Well, it's not a shame because we made a good fight with with um, our man for uh, against uh, Zhang. So we we'll get on with that, and uh, and then let's see what happens afterwards. What do you make of his fight that he's having on uh, April first um, at the O2 against uh, Jermaine Franklin? He's, you know, he's 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 lost. Was he's won one fight? I think it's his last three or four, isn't it? He's won one fight, so he's he's got to get back into his winning ways. 
Um, he's trained trainer. He's got a new train, yet another new trainer. So we'll see what, what happens. What happens? Um, you know, he is. <laughs> I hope he wins. I'm wanting to win because he's. You know, it, there, there, there's some good fights amongst the Brits to be made if he comes through. That announcement did come also with a announcement that uh, the zone will increase their price point. Um, if you want to sort of dip in and out, it's gone up to nineteen pound ninety nine. Obviously, you guys. Um, have experience of, of running a subscription channel as you did with uh, Box Nation. Um, what do you think they're trying to do here? Do you think they're trying to retain customers and trying to incentivize um, customers to say by by sort of splashing out the money for a year at, at one, in one go? Well, obviously, the name of the game, if you're in subscription TV, you're in the business of attracting customers. So they want to keep their existing customers and expand. They want to get more more customers in and try and make it as attractive as possible to do that, um, and that's what they're working very hard to do. I mean, they're very, you know, they're in a fortunate position despite all the huge losses that they've made. That they've got a a, a, a guy in there um, who's, you know, who's who's continually keeping it going by pumping money into it, and he obviously believes in believes in the zone and he keeps putting his money into it. So they, they you know. That he's going to just have to. Bloody phone this morning. Oh, Frank, you just broke up there. Are we back? Have you gone or are you still there? I'm still no, here. Someone kept my phone keeps ringing. All right? yeah, go on, mate. Come on, carry on. Yeah, no, I got I got the end of that. I got the end of that. Uh, just a couple of more things on the heavyweight division, Frank. Um, Daniel Dubois, is there, is there an update on him? When do you want him out? I spoke with him this morning. You know, uh, we want to get him out uh, as soon as possible. We're looking at sometime end of May, June, and uh, that's when when he'll be out. Um, he's 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 been having, uh, he, as you know, he injured his leg and he's having treatment, but he's, 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 he said things are really, really going well and I want to get him out and get him back in the swing and defend his title. After that or fight... by the time he's out, this fight, we get this fight on, he's the, uh, he's the mandatory for uh, the WBA version of the title. Yeah, the force years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after his last fight at Tottenham, Tottenham with Lorena, where he had that, you know, that scare in the first round, he's had this injury that he's coming off. Are you happy to put him... In in May with a with a big name still Daniel Dubois. Yeah, I mean you know he's it, 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 it's it's unfortunate he's had you know he's had two two injuries he sustained in fights you know with his eye sockets which is quite a serious injury and the last one was quite a serious injury at the end of the day but I think he showed tremendous character with what he how he came through his last fight I mean he got caught cold. That happens. I've seen we've seen it loads of times that with fighters when they get caught on the top of the head. It was a cold night. It was outdoors. I think no one's ever run a show in the UK outdoors in December. Um, and I don't know where he was. You know, I like to think he'd warmed up properly. But listen, he got caught cold, but he overcome it, and he got caught a good shot, really good shot, and he overcome it and showed what he's made of, and then obviously showed what he's made of with a finishing, despite having a real problem with his leg he showed what he was all about and, uh, and and took the guy down talking about mandatory positions uh the ibf put out um that they're gonna order um ruiz v hergovic um in a fi ibf final eliminate and purse bids are due 
February 28th. So if a deal can't be made there before Feb 28th, uh, are yourselves and, and Queensbury going to look at this to bid? You broke up there. I think you asked me where I was going to bid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a said, are you going to make a play for this? Are you going to, are you going to bid? I can't hear. You break out. You've got a real bad, bad line here, uh, and it's not me for a change. No, it's not you. It's not you. Definitely, it's my. Uh, it's the Wi-Fi in the hotel. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just gonna repeat that question. Yeah. Uh, Purse bids due for Andy Ruiz Jr. and Philip Hergovich Feb twenty eighth uh, via the IBF. Are you gonna make a, a bid for this fight? My birthday on the twenty eighth. I'll see what money, how much I'll get, presents in money, and make a decision. Okay, we'll look forward to that then. Uh, just a couple of more things. Um, Anthony Yard, obviously, it's been a, a couple of weeks now, a few weeks since that fantastic performance against Arthur Betterbeev. Um, anything in in the pipeline for him? Uh, perhaps in the summer when he's next out. And also, a second part to that question: We know Joshua Boatz is a free agent. Um, so again, are you going to make a play? Uh, to maybe get Boatsy on board and, and make Yard Boatsy. All those things, uh, 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 they're all very, um, they're, they're they're all very tempting, and they're all all great. Uh, obviously, they're 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 that you know, uh, Anthony and Joshua Boatsy is a, I think it's a cracking fight to be made down the road, and hopefully, if we can do it, we'll try and do it. Um, but Anthony, um, he he won't fight now until probably June. And uh, he wants to be in meaningful fights. He showed he showed his his worth and uh, and what he's all about. And uh, I'm looking forward to, against a very very good fighter. And I'm looking forward to him being out again. So I do I genuinely believe he can win a world title. Okay, well, listen, Frank. Appreciate your time. Just before we close off, um, unfortunately, on a, on a bit of a sad note, um, someone we both knew you knew for a very long time uh, in Ron Lewis. Um, tragically uh, passed away. So, uh, yeah, if you just want to pay a, a tribute to, to Ron, um, and obviously we're all thinking of his, uh, his loved ones at this time. Yeah, it was very sad news. It was a tragedy, you know, when, was he, 54 years of age to, to go, you know, a heart attack, as we know, to go that way. It's, I mean, it was very, very sad. And I really, um, you know, and everybody in boxing, whoever you speak to in boxing, um, who know who knew Ron, uh, and you know they all they all felt the same way. It's a tremendous loss for his family, his two children, his wife, his two children, and it's a loss to boxing because he was a he was a he was a I thought he was an excellent writer. He attended most of the shows, whether they be in Vegas or the big ones at Wembley Arena, or whatever, or Wembley Stadium, York Hall. He was there. He was a boxing man through and through. And I remember meeting him in my first week. Then, you know, the, the, the love he had for the sport and the passion he had for his writing. And as I said, you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's really sad. It's just, it's such a sad, you know, sad, obviously very sad for his family, but it's sad for boxing. We're going to miss him. You know, he's going to take, it's going to take a big pair of shoes to fill the void that he's left behind. And uh, all we can do is hope that. You know the, the 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 respect that he's got in, in in from the people in his profession and from the people in boxing 
gives his family some comfort, knowing how well he was appreciated and how much he was loved by by the boxing fraternity. And I hope that gives them some some uh, support in their in these sad times for them. Well said, Frank. Um, yeah, I'm sure everyone watching this and who knew Ron personally uh, shares those sentiments. Frank, thank you for your time, and uh, I will see you uh, when I'm back. Just from one, sorry, just one thing. Yeah, of course. Sorry, one other thing. Also, Dickie, da Dickie Davis was on ITV, fronted up the world of sport many years, and also boxing on ITV. Um, it, it, he, he, he passed away. He was a, another great icon of broadcasting. You know, tremendous front man, you know, heading up the programme. Uh, he was I mean, he was just a really nice man, great guy to work with in my very early days. He was there um, presenting our shows and uh, again, he'll be sorely, sorely missed and uh, condolences go to his wife and his and his children. Well said once again, Frank. Thank you for your time. All good? Uh, yeah, all good. And uh, yeah, this Sunday live on BT <laughs> box office, Jake Portby, Tommy Fury. See you uh, when I'm back in London. Thank you, Frank. Oh. See you there. Bye, Emma. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.